when you're too cheap to go to the library. The Look Inside This Book Club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Did I tell you about a couple weeks ago when I got really, really stoned with your other podcast host? Uh, I heard this was going to happen, but I didn't hear the details. So when you say my other podcast uh, partner, you're talking about uh, uh, Starly Kine. Exactly. <laughs> and that just that little thing that you have called cereal. Um, a show, a show that Starly Kine is not on. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe listeners who never heard of Matthew's other show called <clears throat> Mystery Show. Yeah, mystery <clears throat> mystery science theater show. So anyway, uh, I don't get stoned often, but but when I do, I go big apparently. And um, I don't know if this will be funny at all. Um, I'm going to guess if it's a story about something that was funny while you were really stoned. It won't be at all. It won't be. Okay, well, I'm sure. Okay, so low expectations here. Okay. Um, We decided while stoned, there was a bunch of us, all in the food, food world, that we should start a cafe called Euphemism Cafe. Oh, okay. I do like this. Okay. And... You know all those horrible things that are on Urban um, Dictionary? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, that. do you believe the, any of them are real? No, I, zero. You really think that? Because usually you're the guy who's like, it, that's totally a thing. Well, but the things I say that about are, are like things that don't have, that didn't clearly have so much like calculation go into the description of them. Like, oh. you know, do people like to like dress up in some particular kind of suit and fuck? Of course they do. You know, but are people going to do this thing that's like, disgusting and dangerous and requires contortionism and uh, like a special timing uh no wow what's that called oh that yeah that's <laughs> that's called the the flapjack express <laughs> i thought it was the boing boing dance board or whatever you said last show i was i w- used to be in a uh, a band that had a song called sodomy pancakes which if uh, if urban dictionary had existed then totally would be a thing on a- urban dictionary absolutely so anyway well we had been discussing some of these urban dictionary type things and I learned so much, Matthew. I learned so much that is now you're telling me is none of it is real. But like chili <laughs> okay. dog, chili dog. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna like share some of these disgusting things on the show? No, sure. I should, probably shouldn't. But but do you know what a chili dog is? Well, I imagine it's something gross that I don't want to know. <laughs> like like you know, getting something on your dick that you shouldn't, right? Right. Okay. Like like poop. Yeah. Yeah. And then apparently then using your <clears throat> member. Um, right, so you're, you're, you're going to share the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, you then titty fuck someone. Uh-huh. And it's like poopy. Really? Yeah, that sounds like a great... That's, that that's, sounds... that's the thing. All the things on Urban Dictionary involve poop. And... Nope, nope. I got, I got okay. one that does not. Do you know what a do- docking is? This no. one made me laugh out loud. Okay. okay. It's two uncircumcised guys who put their penises together and put the, the flap of skin over the other one also known that's, as space dock well that, that's almost cute it is right? cute it's like a little foreskin hug yeah yeah I mean, anyway that's... so we were we were gonna open a cafe called euphemism cafe so that we could say things like hot carl on the rail sure you know two chili dogs fire two chili dogs fire two chili dogs stuff um, like that. with some dirty sanchez sauce exactly yeah. so then Again, this pro- might not be funny, but we then um, had our friend Mariah. We we because we were stoned. We ordered Postmates. Do you know Postmates? Is it, it's just like a meal delivery? Yeah, it's uh, they can get whatever you want uh-huh. at any restaurant, and then oh. you can even have them go to like the Safeway and get you a beer or a tampon or oh like, nice. So you can, they can both. They can stop and get all sorts of things. So they got us sushi, tacos, and. Um, 
uh, Sundays, uh, not Sundays, milkshakes. Wow. Okay. And the delivery guy, we had Mariah. We She used to be an actress. And so we're like, okay, show your shit. We're going to videotape you. And we need you to work in Dirty Sanchez and Chili Dogs into the conversation with the Postmates guy. Well, why do you even have a conversation with a delivery guy? <laughs> well, here's the funny thing, Matthew, that I thought you'd really appreciate okay. is that when sh- the doorbell rang, first one of our friends went outside to videotape the whole thing. And then Mariah opened the door. And the guy, the delivery guy said, special delivery. Okay, wow. they never say that. I, no, I've never heard anyone say, say that. What, unless in a porn movie. Right, but did he say it like with an ironic delivery? No, he said special. Why did I say delivery? Yeah, he said special delivery. Okay. And we're like, so then like the video wrote itself. Porn music, it was called special delivery. Sure. And then Mariah very easily weaved in Dirty Sanchez and we just had six chili dogs. And Wait, did you actually shoot and produce this video? Yes, it Is exists. It, can we link to it? Is it on YouTube? I have to get permissions. I, okay. <laughs> but yes. You, before, between now and the time this episode <laughs> airs, I want you to see if you can get permissions to post uh, special, delivery? special delivery. Okay. Uh, I don't know if Muhammad from Postmates would appreciate it. Well, you're going to have to get his permission. I don't think we're going to be able to get his permission. You didn't, so. you didn't have him sign a release? He knew he was being recorded, right? Yeah, I don't know if, I don't know, Muhammad. Okay. But I, anyway, okay, that's what happened with me this week. <laughs> okay, here's here's what happened with me. So I uh, I was in the U District um, uh, near the University of Washington campus. We call that the U District <laughs> in Seattle. <laughs> and uh, I noticed that the haagen shop, which had closed a few months ago, was now reopened as some sort of like local artisan ice cream place. Uh, whose name I don't remember. Okay, can uh, I interrupt you just for yeah. one quick second, just so that that one reader or listener can say that you're not the only one who interrupts? Oh, right, right, right. For some really weird reason, you said hog and Dawes, and I instantly saw hog hyphen in dogs. Hog and dogs. And why would I go there? Hog and dogs would be like a bacon wrapped hot dog stand, right? But now it's like Hagen Dogs. Like, of course it's Hagen Dogs, but it's like Hagen Dogs. That's like, anyway. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, no, Hagen Dogs. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it sounds good. And then just then, when you said Hagen Dogs, I, I saw it change again to H O G G I N hyphen or how, uh, apostrophe. How, how high dogs. are you now? I'm not high at all. Hagen Dogs. Hagen Dogs. <laughs> uh, right. So I go so ahead. I was uh, I had. Uh, <laughs> First of all, I had dinner at Chipotle because they sent me a free coupon uh, for like free burrito. Like, come back here. We won't kill you anymore. Um, like, we probably got this E. coli thing taken <laughs> care of. They were set up by the GMOs, corporations. You've heard this, huh? Yeah, Go right. Ahead. That's what happened. <laughs> um, and uh, so I, I had my burrito um, and I'm still <laughs> I'm still here. Uh, and then I, I walked up the street. And I'm like, oh, hey, new ice cream place. But I just ate a whole Chipotle burrito. Hagen. <laughs> yeah, they, they've also branched out into breakfast cereal. Have you tried burritos? <laughs> uh, and uh, and I, so I wandered into this ice cream place because it's like, you know, new ice cream place. I can't not check it out. Uh, and uh, so I'm looking around and uh, like, oh, this uh, dark, dark chocolate flavor looks good. Um, I think I'll have a taste of that. And so I got the free sample. That sounded almost like a porn movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to taste get a taste of that um and uh and i tasted the uh the chocolate and it was good and then i left and uh and then i was like wait a minute i I, this was terrible now i can never go into this ice cream place again because i just went in and got a free sample and left really Um, i know and like 
So no, how, that's why you go back, right? So on the scale of of like uh, you know Cheap. where uh, <laughs> where one is like good per like uh, you know ethical person and ten is Hitler, like where do you think that falls on the scale? Because like I know I can step back and say objectively this is not even really a bad thing to do. Like I was playing by the rules, and yet it feels like maybe a five and a half. Well, you could always just say that you know they could just assume you didn't like it, so then they really want your business. But then if I come back in and the same person is working, she's you know, thinking, oh, there, here comes no, the guy no, who didn't like the ice cream. That ice cream. Oh, okay. Maybe you're racist. You don't like dark ice creams. Go get something like, get vanilla. Oh, if they just think I'm racist, that's okay. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Just go back and get a different flavor. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, karmically, you'll, it'll all be worked out. Okay. So we, we each have an assignment between now and the next episode. You're going to get the, get the uh, waiver signed on uh, special I, delivery. I... I'm going to say yes, which means that's never happening. Got it. Uh, and I'm going to go back to the ice cream place. Okay. So both of us have really hard jobs. I, I think it's really interesting that you even, for just even a second, felt guilty about getting a Like, really? Of all the I, things I in the world? I didn't, I didn't, like, go in and steal ice cream. I didn't dine and dash on ice cream. You know what this means? What this does it means mean? To, uh, there's two possible things that could explain this behavior of yours. One, you're like the nicest person in the entire world. That's probably it. Or two, you're covering for like murdering babies. That's exactly it. I'm guilty. I feel guilty about something, something... else and it's and it's been displaced onto yes. this ice cream thing. Exactly. And it's okay. something really gross and horrible. Okay, so r- listeners, or which I almost said readers, uh, listeners, that's your assignment for the week. Figure out what it is I'm guilty of. Right. Uh huh. Wait. What if people like actually take that seriously and like go out on the internet and try and like figure out what I did? Uh, I don't know. I probably did something and blocked it out. So is the new ice cream place called Hagen Dogs? It yeah. <laughs> it's Hagen Dogs artisan organic uh, hand churned ice cream. Is yeah, you know hand churned bothers me. Of course. What? Sounds terrible. Doesn't it? <laughs> Why? Do, why? It sounds hand churned. Like if you look up on Urban Dictionary, I think what hand churned means is like when you like have your hand when a guy has his hand down his pants without realizing it, <laughs> it's just kind of churning it up. <laughs> hand churned. It's the sound of the word churned. Mm-hmm. Is not a pleasant thing. Uh, no, but also it also brings to mind like stomach churning. Right? That's totally. not good. Totally. That's it. I mean, that's that's like a what you get after you go to Chipotle. <laughs> Hand churned. Yeah, you're right. It makes me feel sick. Uh, all right, should we take it to a break and come back and talk about uh, night I pleasures? Keep, I, I keep forgetting. Like, uh, I I tried to think of the name of the book the other day, and all I came up with was Nocturnal Passions. <laughs> and I'm like, I know <laughs> that's. I think not you're it. not writing these books. But then I looked it up, and it, it was called Night Pleasures. I was like, oh, I'm giving myself a B plus. <laughs> Nothing will ever get better than Come to Death. No. I am going to give it the summary, but it's like, why did I pick the book that has a 18,000 page? It was the longest sample. Was it really? Not? I no. no. Wait a minute. Did I do this wrong? Uh Oh, did you first? There was a, there was an intro. There was a, yeah, there's like the, then there was an acknowledgement the tease, section. Then the acknowledgements, then, then there's chapter a Greek, one. No, then oh, there's no, a Greek right, legend. You're right. Then there was chapter one. And then there, then was, there chapter was chapter two. two. That's a lot. That's a lot of commitment. Okay. You're right. Anyway, Sherilyn, it's bullshit. You should really change your Kindle sample. You basically gave it away for free, kind of like Selena, your, one of your characters. Okay, anyway, moving on. So here's the summary. Yes. Um, if you have read our other um, Sherilyn Kenyon, you know that she loves to start with some crazy Greekish 
legend that has to have the word twas in it. And no, I was not disappointed, Matthew. There was another twas. Well, wait, this. aren't you going to start at the teaser prologue? Oh, yes, okay. I will. I will. I just had to get right into that. Um, I'm trying to actually just uh, delay time looking for... Oh, there we go. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Um, first, we start with a little teaser where a woman named Amanda is uh, tied up to an unknown blonde man, which I actually love that description of unknown blonde man because yes. so often you don't hear men described by their hair color. Right. It's like a brunette woman, but right. you don't ever really hear blonde man or brown-haired man. Um, yeah. I like that. It's, it's one of many ways you, you don't often hear men described Yes. By, um, like, you know, breast size, for example. Exactly. Uh, d- did not mention breast size. I was disappointed. But did say his arms weren't the only rock-hard and solid part of him. Uh, we know that. Oh, his legs also. Yeah. So they're tied up. She's tied up with... What, what is the luck? With a hot god. Okay. You know. Then we go Wait, into... do we know for sure he's a god? Or, or do you mean no, just figuratively? just, just figuratively. Okay. Uh, they're in a... In a, in a room no one we don't know anything else uh, then we go right into the acknowledgments where she tells her friends that she loves all of them oh god okay. l-u-l-u-b did you catch okay first of all was that the dedication or the acknowledgments i feel like she's like plumped out the dedication to too like much to, to put all of her friends like in the front of the book it was a, a dead acknowledgments a dead deadments yeah <laughs> <laughs> to all my dead friends, I'm pouring out this this forty for you. Did you catch what the acknowledgement? F- oh <laughs> boy! Can't stop. Go ahead. Uh, the did you catch what the the name of the first person thanked in the acknowledgements was? Uh-uh. Kim Kardashian. No, I shit no. you not. It was C A R D A S C I A. It's gonna be a joke. Can you imagine how much it sucks to be Kim Kardashian. It's like if if your name was like. George Cooney oh. or something. Kim Kardashian, I love you. <laughs> yeah, I um, love you. That's really, it seems like it has to be a joke. I don't think it is. I think it's just someone's name that like now they're upset all the time. All right. Well, let's get back to the summary. So anyway, then we j- launch right from the acknowledgement into H- the ancient Greek legend, Curian of Thrace, which just, I hate, I hate it. Just even saying it, reading it, <laughs> Curian of Thrace, it made me so sick. I don't know why. Why do I have so much anger? The world was his oyster, and he vowed to feed fully from it. Do you think that's a euphemism? I'm no, not sure. Definitely not. Basically, amazingly handsome man. Probably the guy, the unknown blonde man. That's what I'm. We're led to assume. Yeah, uh, it yeah, seems probably. That way. Uh, he's a passion incarnate. Uh, he was supposed to be the ruler of the known world, and then there was some act of brutal betrayal ouch and, and now he is the ruler of the night and he walks between life and the underworld and he's a shadow in the night and his destiny is to save mortals who fear him and to find the one woman who will not betray him i think he's tied up to her well in, that's convenient in a concrete cell right now but you know what i bet they're not gonna like each other oh there's gonna be some tension there Okay, so then we go back into the story and we hear the backstory of Amanda, her full name, Amanda Devereaux. Yeah, of course. uh, Of course, course, it's Devereaux. Devereaux From NOLA. It's a very sexy name, but it turns out she's one of those classic romance novelist protagonists where she's a straight-laced, buttoned-up accountant Mm -hmm. who is no fun and happens to have a a family that is completely, like, goth-tastic. 
Now, did you say that this book takes place in New Orleans? Yes. Because I, I didn't catch that somehow. I didn't catch that they were eating You're joking. You're joking. You're joking because I laughed out loud because the very Me first too. thing they said, they were like, oh, Enola. And then like, please cue up eight stereotypes about New Orleans. Yep. Like they were... jazz and beignets and like. That's right. They had to finish their beignets really quick so they could get to a jazz funeral. But I know. It was really funny. Okay. We're fully in Nola right now. Okay. Um, she's got a sister, Selena, who's a tarot card reader. She, Amanda just got out of a relationship with Cliff, who is, God, as boring as his name. Uh, all, she's got eight older sisters. Um, they are all into, like, vampire chasing and, uh, ghost tracking and... Sure. All kinds of stuff. Uh... All kinds of, like, things that you would find on a reality show. They were, they were into Bigfoot hunting and <laughs> apocalypse prepping and um, antique um, uh, appraising. <laughs> so just to finish up here, there are lots of characters are men- mentioned, mostly her family members. Um, uh, Tabitha is her twin sister who basically like got rid of her uh, fiancé Cliff by uh, uh, making him accidentally drink up one of her strength potions of curdled milk, Tabasco, Egg yolks and tea leaves. And we're going to talk about that more in a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, anyway. Uh... <laughs> okay, oh, wait a minute. Let me, just, let me just get to the... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I have to interrupt now. Um, Becky's summary is written <laughs> in like... Like, if if they found this, they would assume this was written by a serial killer because it's, like, scrawled in four different directions on a, a mailer from the IRS. Like, this is evidence in a trial. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot... I cannot deny that. <laughs> okay. Um, lastly, she's uh, God, so pathetic. Home, I know. home alone, uh, reading her romance novel, eating truffles. Really, people do this. And her sister Tabitha calls her and wants her to go take care of her pit bull named Terminator. She goes to go do that, and then she gets whacked on the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, chapter two basically is uh, the the kind of lead in teaser uh, uh, explained further. <clears throat> where she just not talked, much further though. not much further you know just basically the like how hot it was to be tied to this hot man who yeah. rolls her over puts her hands over her head and presses every part of him into her and she just wants him and oh my god she's never felt this way before and <laughs> um, <laughs> can we done yeah can we get to the funny shit that's that, definitely that the book. was just okay I, I got something to start with right now please in the uh, greek legend he, uh, it, it was said, Matthew, that um, Kyrian of Thrace would be ruler of the known world. Yeah, what does that mean? I would like to be declared, and I want you as my witness. Okay. If this ever should be in the situation, I want you to be declared ruler of the unknown world. I don't see why we can't declare you that right now. Okay, here's my job as, as ruler of the unknown world. Sure. As soon as I know anything about the unknown world, I don't have to take control of it anymore. Interesting. Which means I never have any responsibilities. But you still have this great title and probably a crown. Great title, crown, resume builder. I have no work. That uh, resume builder is an excellent point. (laughs) Declared ruler of the unknown world. As soon as I know it, I'm not that ruler of that thing anymore. That's really good. I know. I was proud of myself. I'm like, this is great. Yeah, because you want to be, if you're going to have to be like uh, take on a government position like that you want it to be like one of these like this like the type of thing republicans complain about how like you know uh, government workers they get these cushy pensions they don't actually do any work i mean that sounds great 
I think you I think you've cracked it. Uh-huh. Um did you notice that uh indefensible by the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kyrian, it said of Kyrian of Thrace, uh, the few women who had claimed him for a night of ecstasy lorded it over those who could only dream of touching his exquisite body. I imagine this going down like them saying, ha ha, like, right. uh, like Nelson on The Simpsons. I thought it was sort of like gendery, gender bending because they lorded it. I mean, I would think they yeah. would lady that shit. Sure. You know, anyway. <laughs> you think it's Simpsons? They would lady, lady that shit, shit and then Jill off to it? <laughs> No, you promised me there's two things you can never do again. Yeah. Say that thing you just said. Okay. And do that like half-hipped Macarena move you did last time. <laughs> I, luck, lucky for you, I don't think I can recreate it. I think you might do damage to your body. Why were you doing that again? To see, oh, to see if your hips could undulate. <laughs> I'm glad you remembered because I didn't. Uh, that was so embarrassing. I really closed my ear, my, my ears. I closed my eyes. Okay. Um, shall we just break this up with a game? Yeah, please. Because there's a couple of games. Uh, let's see. I okay. There's one part in the book um, where uh, Amanda brings her stiff Cliff boyfriend, accountant who's no fun at all, totally boring, over to the family's house right before they're about to get married, and the sisters um, absolutely. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Abhor? <laughs> well, yes. And uh, sabotage yes. their relationship. Uh, as I mentioned before, the twin sister Tabitha uh, accidentally puts her strength potion of curled milk, Tabasco, egg yolks, and tea leaves, and he drinks it and then pukes all night. And that's just the beginning. He decides that the, the marriage is off because his, her family's too fucking weird. Yeah. Which, by the way, if, if that was the standard for how people decide to get married, <laughs> nobody would be married. Absolutely. Um, so I'm curious to know, if you had to concoct, and I use that word specifically, a sex potion for yourself, what ingredients would be in there? What would those ingredients help you with? Okay, before I answer that, which I will answer, I, I, something just struck me. Does it seem weird to you that uh, that the name Cliff, like it's a perfect name for like a boring mm -hmm. guy, but in real life, a Cliff is a very exciting thing? That's true. Isn't it? That's a good point. Yeah, it's a very good point. Like, what other names could we think of? Oh, like, what's another boring name? Or, like, maybe Opposite Day? Like, is, like, Philip really a prude? Oh, because, like, he won't fill it up? <laughs> or, I don't know. Um, or Philip is into solar energy. <laughs> what? Oh, right, right. Okay, I get it. Yes. Like, are there, are there names that are, like... It might take too long to figure that out. Yeah, I don't have it's any... true. I never thought of Cliff, the name. I never thought, imagined a Cliff. No, me neither. I imagine like uh, I, I think um, Jason Alexander from Seinfeld is playing a character named Cliff on the show The Grinder. Have you seen uh -huh. the show? It's funny. Uh uh. uh it's got Rob Lowe and Fred Savage. This is not a. This is not like a joke. This is. I just it's think okay. the show is funny. Well, now I'm thinking of the word Randy. Like I, oh, I, I've never yeah. really connected the, the name Randy to being Randy. Well, what about Randy Johnson? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean that. I guess like that's an example of like someone with a funny name where it's just generally acknowledged that yes, he does have a funny name. True. Which is which is good, I guess. But Cliff, is there another name that just is like a an object or a physical Dick? <laughs> Besides that, like um like table, like Cliff. I mean it's just like I haven't Well, about I, it. I have like sort of a counter example in that I used to go to school with a guy, a kid named Brick. Like I actually knew a guy what? named Brick. Not but a that's, nickname? I'm sure it was, was a nickname, nickname, but but that's what he went by. Yeah. And uh, 
I mean, that's that's an example of an object that's kind of exciting mm-hmm. and is also like suggests an exciting person. Hmm. Interesting. Um. I don't know. There there must be like female names that are that are an object. I have a nickname. I mean, women love being treated like objects. I right? just got nicknamed last night. Okay, let's hear it. B vag. <laughs> is that is B like a letter grade? <laughs> well, I think it's playing on Becky, but it actually stands for bloody vag. Great. Why? Why? Because I just joined a softball team. I know it's the most lesbian stereotype ever. I joined a softball team last night, and two of the women on our team are doctors. And so I thought, well, that's very convenient in case any of us get hurt. And they said that they were both OBGYN, so it would only be convenient if we were bleeding from the vag. And uh-huh. I, which is not necessarily a medical condition. <laughs> that's true. True. Okay. Um, no, let's let's uh, you, you you picked up your paper like we're going to move on, but no, let's keep talking about that for a long time. <laughs> okay, so what's your sex tonic? Oh, my sex tonic. Okay, so uh, I think I think most of these ingredients sort of like the the reason they're in there speaks for itself, but but we'll see. Okay. Um, so the the it's called the bone zone. Oh, I didn't come up with a name for mine. Oh, um, and uh, it's got four ingredients. Bone zone. Uh, banana. Oh yeah, obvious. Uh, potassium. Yeah, for potassium, right? Uh, Sorry, just for stamina. On you. Uh, coconuts. <laughs> for pubic hair? No, just the for nut, nuts. Um, Do you have to eat them in a certain order, like one nut, one banana, one nut? If you can figure out a way to drink a smoothie in a specific order, <laughs> then you're already a superhero. Okay. Um, melon, and uh, that may not be for the reason you think. Just one. Just one, because it represents your head, which, uh, oh. as we know, is the most important sexual organ. Or, I guess, your brain, but I couldn't think of a food that was like brains, except for brains. brains. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that in my smoothie. And pork. Because, nice. <laughs> because of obvious reasons. Okay, but that sounds actually like it could be delicious. No, 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 no. A, a smoothie with pork in it does not sound like it could be delicious. <laughs> Come on, you could do, you could work out bacon, bacon, banana, <sighs> and make it good. Yeah, you're right. With you're coconut. Right. It, it, mine is... I went with the Tabasco egg yolks curled milk school yeah. of no, potions. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just incapable of making a non-delicious recipe. Okay. So that's that's I, my curse. Mine um, is called uh, Kitty Corner. <laughs> it's called Kitty Corner? Kitty Corner. Okay. Um, or Caddy Corner, whatever you like. Uh, and it's for staying power, flexibility, and lubrication. That sounds good. Uh, it's a concoction of oyster liquor cat hair tortillas and wd-40 and if you want explanations on any of those i'm happy to I share i feel like i have a good idea on all of them all of, all of them even tortillas well, is it like a taco illusion <laughs> well you would think but okay, really right. what tortillas is in there for is because when i was in mexico with my ex-girlfriend we had some men on a corner go tortillas <laughs> tortillas it turns out that's slang for lesbians. Wow. Because it's just two huh. tortillas flapping against each other. Wait, um, is it okay if I kind of like that? You can like that. Okay, I mean, like, I understand it's a slur and I don't support that at all, but it is pretty uh, funny. It is and pretty you brought funny. it up. Well, it is pretty funny. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you, you, and, and possibly with, possibly with my support are, are reclaiming <laughs> the word. Okay, we're going to take it to a break. We'll be right back. Have you ever had a sexcapade? Oh, that's a really good question. That was mentioned in the book, Sexcapade. <sighs> what What do you think constitutes a, a, what makes it a capade? Like, what is a capade? Like, I've been to the ice capades. 
Okay, so so a sexcapade involves uh, mascots on skates. <laughs> okay. Um, so far, yes. Lots of people. Uh-huh. Adventure. Yep. Fantasy. You mentioned costumes, right? Costumes. Yeah. Yeah. Mascots, I guess, of course, uh, yeah, have yeah, costumes. Yeah. Furries. Um, like a furry convention. <laughs> okay. Um, have you had a sexcapade? <laughs> I'm going to say yes to life. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, Okay. I, I uh, first of all, I no, I, I guess I would say I have not had a sexcapade by that definition. But also, like, I, I don't know. Okay, I don't know if this is like a thing a guy wouldn't have, although although it does appear in like you know American Pie style movies, uh, or if it's like a thing that only exists in romance novels. I've never had a like a uh, you know lovably slutty friend who is always complaining to me about how I I really need to get like truly fucked. Like, isn't this in every romance novel we need? Like the we read need <laughs> maybe all your friends think you're thoroughly fucked enough great um maybe you're the slut maybe you need I to love be that. going and telling people they need to be thoroughly fucked. oh i would make so many friends that way maybe everyone else is around you waiting for your, your advice maybe they are mm-hmm. okay it sounds like i have another assignment between now and the next episode <laughs> um okay gosh so Every, much but, to talk about yeah so much to talk about first okay. of all Sherilyn. What is up with the language? Ye gods, doggone it, jeez! And are you still sore at me? Is this like, like it's, beef? What is it? Leave it to Beaver. It's it's just how people talk in New Orleans. Are you still sore with me, Matthew? I don't know. I've been to I've been to I the, big the shit easy. out of you. <laughs> are you still sore? <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. Sexcapades lead, lead to sore capades. Uh, no, but you know, I, I've been to the big easy. I've. Uh... Oh God, I'm totally. I just eye rolled everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the big easy was on your sexcapade. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It it bothered me. Who says ye gods? Who says um, doggone it anymore? Except for Blake Shelton, maybe. That's like a country guy, right? <laughs> okay, the fact that you were not even sure. Okay, when did it become... Means you're never going to say doggone it in your life. Uh, when did it become acceptable for a non-country person to date a country person? I realize this is this is an incredibly prejudiced thing to say, <laughs> um, but like it seems like they're like all of a sudden, like a few years ago, like... Uh, I don't know. Maybe it started with like, didn't Nicole Kidman have like a country guy, or maybe still does? I don't know what I'm. T- I'm. I'm. I'm so plugged into the world of celebrities that that I can't even. No, you're s- not. Uh, I'm but, as unplugged as you are. Right. I, I think you might be referring to Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. That's exactly it. But okay. but they're not the only ones. There have been other examples of of couples where one of them is like a hot non-country person and the other is a hot country person, and I feel like those worlds. Like it's the voice. It's all about the voice. It is okay. Or it, it brings country into pop, and it it's oh. like they're intermingling in a way that I don't know. Segregationists might be, have a hard time with. Is the, is the voice the show where like they sit in backwards chairs and yes. then spin around? Yeah, they're, um, they're actually front chairs. They just spin. What are front chairs? <laughs> Meaning that they face front. <laughs> okay, but they spin, so all they're right. not like backwards chairs. <laughs> oh, they're they're not sitting on the chair backwards, backwards. like with a of... with a backwards baseball cap, like they're about to give teens some straight talk. <laughs> That's that is the job I want. Remember when I said in a previous episode that I wanted to be a coach? Forget that. Chess, I'm co- off, chess coach. I'm off volleyball chess coach. Uh, I want to be like the guy in school who like uh, talks to troubled teens uh, like in their own language. I would be so good at this. I don't know. I think you should be the the sexcapade friend who, who okay. goes and gets people to 
what up their sex life what did you how did you you watched buffy right yeah i love buffy okay i love buffy too what did you make of the fact that that like uh amanda's sister tabitha is a vampire slayer who goes around dusting vampires yeah i it's been so long since i watched buffy that i have to admit when i first said read dusting a vampire i i i literally saw the image of someone dusting off a vampire's shoulders (laughs) of dandruff (laughs) and i was like what is it? Dusting a vampire for Prince? And then I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Dusting. No, dusting dusting va- uh, dandruff off a vampire is a very dangerous very game. Very dangerous. So so dusting a vampire, for those who are not into vampire stuff, means just killing a vampire. But I think that Reducing originated with Buffy. Um, maybe not. Maybe not. It's probably been long in the vampire genre. Okay. Maybe it didn't originate with Buffy, but I Made think that's where by. Cheryl and Kenyon got it from. Ooh. Possibly. And Leave It to Beaver, where she got G's dog on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a lot of vampire action like uh, going on behind the scenes on Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a part where Amanda's talking to her sister, Selena, who's got her ch- kind of cheesy tarot card stand on the streets. Right. She's Orleans. a fortune teller. Yeah, fortune teller. And she has a table covered with a purple cloth that they're mom has sewed special incantations into did you have any clue about what kind of special incantations could have been sewed into that it was a very like tale of two cities sort of thing yeah. don't you think uh uh ye gods may may ye always experience sexcapades i don't know i just thought it was like dog on it like just <laughs> oh just just like folksy folksy yeah, sayings. yeah yeah okay um, Did you catch that Selena's professional name as a fortune teller moon, is Moon Mistress? Madam Celine the Moon Mistress. Right. Um, when I read that, it made me think like if uh, if Moon Mistress was one of the epics from Steelheart, what would they do? Like she would drop her pants and, uh, and moon you, <laughs> and you would die. <laughs> oh, but she's got to do something. Dropping her pants should. It shouldn't just be you die. Like there should be something else that happens. Like should, a lightning like, you're bolt. You're blinded. Oh, oh you're yeah. blinded from her white oh, moon. Oh, that's good. There you go. Yeah, I know what that's like. By the way, I know we're talking about last week's uh, <laughs> book, but someone put on our Facebook page. <laughs> yes, thank you to this guy. <laughs> thank you to this guy, and I hope you're still listening. Cocktopussy? I think it was just Cocktopus. Cocktopus. Oh, Cocktopus. And he sends out octopuses from his cock that uh-huh. apparently kill you. <laughs> oh, yeah, octopuses are very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty funny. <laughs> it was. <laughs> um. Not as funny as blood, blood, blood. <laughs> no, that was the best one. Oh, right. So Amanda, uh, you, you mentioned that she's an accountant, but she she like complains that uh, like after the thing with Cliff that she's like done with men, and she says from now on I'm going to focus all my attention on, on accounting. accounting. Right, because that's what people say. But I thought that was pretty good. I had to I did like give it to Kenyon on that one. Really? It was fun. It was supposed to be funny. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. So I have a game. Okay. Um. Apparently. Uh. Amanda's uh, one of Amanda's many failed dates that her sister set her up with was to a guy named Crocodile Mitch. That tracks. Crocodile Mitch, so named because he had a pet crocodile, and she tried to feed him to his pet named Big Marthy. Marth. I think that's how they spell Martha in New Orleans. Okay, because it's spelled M A R T H E, and yeah, like I- Big Marth. I was confused about that, I was confused. The funny thing is, guys, I actually sent Matthew a text about (laughs) games. That's my name. Sorry, I had a seizure. I sent Matthew a text saying what game we're going to play, and I said, you need to come up with the name of um, 
an ex-girlfriend of yours and then the way that they unintentionally tried to kill you. And I said, as in Crocodile Mitch, who accidentally fed uh, Amanda to his alligator, which I don't think you caught. Apparently, I, I don't oh. know the difference between an alligator and a crocodile. But I thought it said that in the book. Maybe it did. I think it did because they don't have crocodiles. Wait, do they? which one do they have? In, See, oh, no, now it's I'm a in trouble. Problem. They don't have both. I know that. Alligator's got an A-shaped Beak. Oh, is that how you... <laughs> Not a beak. I, mouth. I feel like, I feel crocodiles like it's have a C shaped mouth. Because they have alligators in Florida, and I that's not far from Louisiana, I, right? We don't, we don't know shit about this area. Oh, come on. We're, we're zoologists. <laughs> no, we're not. Okay, so here's the game. I just said the game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start us off with a name that might sound familiar Slammy Tammy. <laughs> it was from a couple episodes ago, right? Right. <laughs> Slammy Tammy was an ex girlfriend of mine who almost killed me when she entered me into a sumo round robin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, when you when you suggested this game, like my first thought was, what about the ex girlfriend who broke up with me and broke my heart? Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I'm almost over it now. <laughs> almost. Um, okay. So you just reminded me. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. You, you know that the the. Why are you always sorry. interrupting me, Becky? Sorry. You know that poster, the unfortunate, like I forget the name of it. You'll remember that the, the grimly dead, the the the. They die from all sorts of ways. A is for... Oh, the Gashley Crumb Tinies? Yeah, I knew you'd know it. it. Gashley Crumb Tinies. They all die in this fantastical way. A is for Atticus who ate, you know, what did did Atticus eat? Uh, I don't know. Apple with poison in it? I don't know. An aorta. Um, So that's what this game reminds me of for some reason. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry, that was not worth interrupting you. Uh, Okay. Uh, My first one is uh, Deep Freeze Louise. (laughs) Who uh, love it? uh, She she worked in um, HVAC repair, like uh, fixing air conditioning and stuff. And um, she uh, she asked me to come meet her at work, and uh, I was supposed to crawl in through a vent, and I got stuck and died. Deep Freeze Louise. Yeah, that could I, be, you, you could have died so many other ways. I know. Ways. I, I kind of ran out of steam after the name, but I was pretty happy with the <laughs> oh, name. Oh, it's a great name. And you don't actually have to die in these things. These are like near-death oh, okay, experiences. Okay. All right, too. so I got, I got extracted from the vent. That's okay. You got extracted from the vent. Okay, uh, Beaver Jen. <laughs> Good, so made far. Me, made me eat sticks. <laughs> so <Great>. dumb. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, that's what that's, that's what I would say dumber. to to um, Beaver Jen. Damn, I wish I was your lover. <laughs> uh, okay, um, the uh, this one's so bad I hesitate to even read it. Um, Catherine Cat Lady, <laughs> toxoplasmosis. Oh well, I think that the 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 the, the, the near death is better than the name almost. <laughs> yeah, I like the near. Let's death. move on. <laughs> okay, here's mine. That's really bad. Rapey Sarah. That's pretty bad. Uh, who made me go to a million anti-violence seminars per her parole uh, agreement. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, How did you die, though? I mean... Bored to death? Okay. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, okay. I just but, like saying rapey, Sarah. <laughs> I don't know why. It is terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. Um, I, okay, my third one is... Uh, okay. Esmeralda coli. <laughs> Food poisoning. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, my, she, she worked at Chipotle. Yeah. She's always asking me to meet her at work. My last one is Farty Beatrice, uh, who made me try all of her new fermented krauts, not ready for market. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, this was a game that showed that we need to go you back know, to improv class. You know what we did here? 
Uh, I think we came up with new names names for new garbage pail kids. You think? Yeah. Did you ever have garbage pail kids? Too old for that. That okay. came after me. All right. I, I was in I was, college during I was garbage right, pail kids. Right in the middle of the. No, you weren't. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> um, they were when I was in like fifth, sixth grade. I okay, think I was in high school. Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know what high school, high school kids seem to be into all kinds of cool. I don't even cool. know what it is, Garbage Pail Kids. It was very stupid. Are they dolls? Um, okay, well, the funny thing about Garbage Pail Kids is, no, they were trading cards. Oh. And they were trading cards um, that uh, uh, parents, they were designed to be a thing that parents hate and kids love partly because parents hate them. So each one was like a kid, uh, like like a disgusting picture of a kid with something horribly wrong with them and a nickname that went with it. And they were like very offensive to to people with disabilities. Oh, God. And really? really gross. Yeah. Um, and, like what? Uh, I don't remember any okay. specific ones. Um, okay. uh, you know, uh, and anyway, so, so, but like you can spastic see. Spastic Steve or yeah, something? Yeah, exactly. Um, In the 80s? This yes. was okay? Wow. <laughs> Um, we, we've we've come uh, we, we've, we've made come, progress on some things as a culture. We've come only Not a quarter many. of an inch right. far. Uh, anyway, the the funny thing about Garbage Pail Kids is like this was like it, they were terrible and and parents were right to hate them and at the same time you can understand why kids love them. I, I was recently at the bookstore and saw there's like a commemorative art book of like the art of Garbage Pail Kids. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm completely serious. That's weird. Um, should we? Oh, I have one more. Oh, please. Uh, Udon Olga. <laughs> yes. She put me That's through. A good name. She put me through a pasta sheeter. Oh, but but you were kind of into it. It was a it was a capade. Yeah, I like o- o- Udon Olga. That, yeah, it's, it's hard a, to it's say. A good name. It's hard to say. I know, but a lot of names are hard to say, and people stick with them. I mean, I've got a I've got a terrible name. You do? Yeah, Amster Burton. Everyone's like, what did you just say? <laughs> like, and it has punctuation in it? Like, fuck you, man. No one can say my name either. No. In fact, uh, in fact, I just had a, a conversation with uh, BECU's fraud department uh-huh. because I apparently dropped my debit card at Big Mario's last night when I was getting a slice of pizza. Uh-huh. And then someone went on a Numo's bender, which is oh, a local boy. bar, and made five... $30 purchases, probably buying drinks for the whole bar multiple times. Um, I gotta say, I kind of like this criminal. <laughs> <laughs> so they called me today and they they have to go through their thing where they're like, you know, on March 10th, did you make? And they you have to say yes or no. And they don't accept any other answer. Right. So they're like... Yeah, I've had this. Uh, on and, and I share this card with my wife, April. So I don't sure. know what her purchases are on, on You don't know her life. Card. So they're like... <laughs> A purchase in the amount of eleven dollars and twenty six cents to Trader Joe's. I'm like, mm, that wasn't me. Um, probably. They're like, is that a yes or a no? And I'm like, mm, yes. And then they're like, Starbucks. Probably. I'm like, yes, probably. You know. They're like, is that a yes? Or I'm like, geez, wow, they're so strict. So yeah, I said, those, the fraud prevention fraud people at the so bank are so strict. So I said yes, and then they're like, and then. Twenty eight ninety five at Numos, thirty two ninety five at Numos, forty five. And I'm like, no. And then all of a sudden, I was like, for just a split second, I was like, did April leave bed last night and go have a bender at Numos? Okay, I gotta say, I think this criminal is pretty cool. What? Like, I mean, think of the things. Uh, think, do you oh, have my card? Okay, first of all, like, just think of like all the crimes someone could commit, and probably they do commit other crimes. But let's leave that aside for a minute. Like, you know, they didn't murder someone. They didn't like commit an assault or a hate crime. They like bought drinks. You have they bought no idea. For everyone, you have I'm, no idea. <laughs> well, I like to think, you know, imagine the best of people. <laughs> Right. Especially this person who stole your credit card. It's like $120 <laughs> in one evening at Numos. 
Yeah, but just sharing the love. Oh, well. Uh-huh. Yeah, they didn't go very far. I mean, Big Mario's to Numo's is like, what, a that block? Is, that's true. They were probably already drunk. They were totally, totally trashed. They were at <laughs> Big Mario's to just get like a like mid-bender pizza. Yep. Um... Okay, I think I think uh, we can uh, we can leave Sherilyn. Well, we'll return to the Sherilyn well, right? Yeah, I don't really think I got. No. Well, and it's it's time. Yeah, it's time. Is it time? It's okay. Time. All right. Well, um, but it's... I've got a book for next week. Oh yeah, what's that? And uh, and when I was when I was picking this, I, I sort of feel like I can't believe we haven't uh, checked in with this author already, but we haven't. This is our first Nicholas Sparks. No, it's not. It's not. Nope. Oh, what did we do? I don't remember. Okay, look look this up. I don't wait a minute. If if you're saying we did a Nicholas Sparks before, then I'm worried that I picked the same book twice, which could absolutely which happen. Which one are you picking? The choice. No. Nope. Okay. Okay, well you look up what Nicholas Sparks we did do because I still believe we didn't. Uh, and everyone else can go download the sample for The Choice by Nicholas Sparks, <laughs> now a major motion picture starring, I don't know, who cares? <laughs> Like, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, starring Nicholas Cage as Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> he put himself in the book. <laughs> um, I don't. Why is the name so familiar? I mean, because I he's he... a giant. Uh, he's a he's an industry. Yeah, but it's more than that. Like, I wait feel a like, minute. Uh, uh, now I... I'm thinking maybe you're right. Hold on, hold on. Don't go anywhere. Go tell them where they can leave a review and all that stuff. Okay, you can find us online at lookinsidethisbookclub.com. Uh, and you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, uh, which stands for Look Inside uh, These Bananas and Coconuts. <laughs> Good one. Um, mic drop right there. <laughs> and uh, you can, uh, oh, that's where you'll find um, people coming up with their own uh, epics, uh, including uh, Coctopus and a couple others, I think. Oh, wow. Uh, a couple others? Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, okay. <laughs> that, that's my probably my favorite book we've ever done. So. Uh, no, I don't think we did do a Nicholas Sparks. I don't know where I'm getting that from. Um, he's, he's out there. He's permeated the culture. All right. Um, like, I... I'm starting to believe that that I am Nicholas Sparks. What's the book that someone sent us that we should do? You sent it to me and by, by email. It sounded great. Oh, it was Paw Enforcement. Oh yeah, it was a, it was a pet detective. Yeah, so I'm still not sure about that one oh, because okay. I think it might be too good. Um, okay, but the title is definitely spot on. Okay, um, yeah, it was sent sent to us by uh, Elizabeth, uh, past guest. Oh right, awesome. Uh, anyway, so but that's not the book for next week. The book for next <laughs> week is The Choice by Nicholas Sparks. Uh, best-selling um, national treasure. <laughs> and uh, anything anything else before we uh, say farewell? And uh... um, If you see Slammy Tammy, I want nothing to do with her. Um, that's, that's all I got. See you in two weeks. See you at the Ice Capades. Again, this pro- might not be funny, 